Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body I just wanted to say, that yes, we always listen to that opening song before we start. Yep. Yeah, I, I love that success opening song. Sape. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, kia koe te hoa hawira. Yeah. Mohe ko mihi a ketia koe roto i e nei punua pao, but just another mihi to you, my boat. Ko tata tau wea tahe whakahihiko i a mata. Tika. Mm-hmm. And I hope e whakahihiko ana i a koutou ki te whakarongo anō ki a mātou e whakapaho atu nei i te ipurau o te wānonga o te roa i koneki i te awamutu. Ko mātou anō te nei e nei <laughs> e mihi atu nei I tēnei rangi nei <laughs> Kia koutou Anā koe ko Praone Gloin Mātou ko Erika Sinclair Kia ora Sinclair. E te puahiri <laughs> A.K.A. Snow Yeah, here we are And shall we get straight into it? Yeah, yeah. So 71 71, if it's te kou mātou in the 70s. In the 70s. 70s. Yeah. Oh, oh. Are they the golden years For oh, the taumata? Yes. For the paipai? Ooh I think we'll return to that statement, but Imuotera, we can have our kiwaha. Kiwaha. Which today is? Taua, taua. Taua, taua. You and me both. You and me both. Yep, it's us. It's a funner way to say it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how would you use taua, taua in a sentence? Taua, taua. I'd say, ooh, rongo anau i te maiki i tēnei ata. Ai, taua, taua e hoa. That makes you and me both. We're both feeling the cold mm. this mm. morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about you? What's another one way you use, Erica? Oh, man. I'm dying for some kina right now. Oh, and I would say tawa, tawa. Uh, <laughs> Even though I'm not, but. <laughs> and I'd say, oh, kaurua, kaurua. So tawa, tawa, ite iwi. And you can actually, you can swap it out with the other, you can say tato, tato. Yep. Oh, tato, yeah. Tato, tato. Yeah. the other one. Mm. You could say to someone else, mawa, mawa. Yeah. Tato, tato. I do that when um, someone goes, oh, ke te harawa. Ah, rawa, rawa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rawa, rawa, <laughs> ya, rawa, mate. That's yeah. them, yeah. That's, that's them. them, that's them, not me. Yeah. That's them. You know when you want to say me too? Yeah. And quite often I hear meo hoki. Mm. Is that kind of like saying and twice? Me and hoki and? <laughs> like, wouldn't it be better to say tawa tawa? Some, well, you know. I think the hoki there, though, is also a, a hoki can be an intensifier. Oh, mm. right. Yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. But good on you for picking that up. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, just yeah. something I've always wondered. The other one, too, with meo hoki is meo tahi. Meo tahi. Meo tahi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tawa tahi? Tawatahi. Tawatahi, oh, yeah. that's yeah. a good one. Tawatahi, yeah. koutoutahi, mātoutahi, māwatahi, kōruatahi. Koena, engari, start with tawa, tawa. Tawa, tawa. Yeah. You and me both, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and I, me and you. Koena, tawa, tawa, e te iwi, te kiwaha. Tātātou kaupapa e hoama. It's a golden one. Golden, yes. So this week's uh, kaupapa mm. is kaumatua, mm. but let's start off by discussing what do you think a kaumatua is? Instinctively and impulsively, the first image that comes to my mind is an older person, but my intellect tells me that that's not, to mean the age now doesn't, or age doesn't define 
a kaumatua yeah. in, I don't know, in this day and age or was mm. it always like that? Mm. I mean, this is a big thing now because we're at a time where because you're old, you end up in these certain positions and sometimes I have to choose my words quite carefully because I don't want to trample the mana of others. Yeah. Out of people, which is not my aim, but there are some that lack the knowledge that a kaumatua should have. Yeah. But mm. because of their age and sometimes gender, Mm. They are put into these positions as a kaumatua status because mm. another misunderstanding that is kaumatua is gender specific only to the mm. male, whereas yeah, a kaumatua is a grouping of our elders or he puna matauranga. Yeah. yeah. Mm. One thing that I've heard before and I thought was really interesting because I like looking at kupu Māori and sort of breaking them down. So kaumatua. A father Kau. cow. <laughs> No. Well, one mm-hmm. thing I heard that it could be ko as in koreko mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. matua as in parents. Oh. So a komatua could be somebody who doesn't have any parents. Mm. Kind of sad, but also very true. Well, in regards to our whakaro of what a matua are or who your matua are and talking in the linear, ki te Māori ko tērā whakareanga irunga mm. i koe o matua, ko Tika. matua era. You know, I've heard the same corridor as well, and it's about that whole generation above you is gone. Mm. I think traditionally, and then later on, you had to become old or older in order for that to happen. So that's talking about both your parents and their generation, and your fucker papa. So you would have been older, mm. I guess, most of the yeah. time. Kilda. I think that's more of the origin of the word komatua. It is an old word because in Hawaii they use omakua. Omakua, yeah. But their omakua is how we would use tupuna. Aye. And even the word tupuna. So in Manipoto, I've noticed with some of my aunties, mostly because I was listening to them, they talk about, oh, taku tupuna. And they're talking in the sense of their grandparents. Yeah. Now we use tupuna or tipuna more for our ancestors that have passed on. Aye. But te taiwaku whanaunga, Jared, mehe me kei te whakarongo koe, he always referred to his kuia, oh, taku tupuna, i mea taku tupuna, oh, kei tāra mai taku tupuna, and ah. I know she spoke yeah. like that. So they use tupuna in that sense, how we use kaumatua. Yeah. And aumākua for them is a kaitiaki, which is usually a kararehe. So oh, it could be a shark yeah. or otherwise. Okay, omakua tera, and that becomes the kaitaki of your whanau. So komatua cool. is a very old word. Mm. You know, some people think, I've heard them say, oh, komatua is a new expression. It's not. And I always look to our cousins in the moana nui the kupu that they use. And it's in a lot of our motete as well. Mm. What I behold as a komatua to me in my heart I don't see many of Kilda now. Tiga. In mm. that a komato, someone you would go to in the absolute confidence, solve or be a solution that got away that you needed. Knowledge and wisdom are two different things. Mm. Komato had wisdom or have wisdom, Kilda. not mm-hmm. just knowledge. I remember it being explained to me. Knowledge is knowledge. Wisdom is how you use how the you knowledge. Use it, yep. Ah. Mm. Na, wisdom, te tahi atu, te wisdom, maramatanga. Yeah. maramatanga. Aye, aye. E tonu i tonu kare maramatanga. Kare maratiga, kia ora. And yeah, I feel you, te Haiti, because I think 
you know, we need to be honest with ourselves as a people, as we've got a generation, and karaui te kōrero, i runga i te kōrero, whakaiti, i o tātou pakeke. And that's another expression you'll hear, is pakeke. pakeke yeah. Some iwi don't use pakeke, and other iwi, if you go to, it means something else. And Napui, you wouldn't really use it, because pakeke means difficult or hard. Oh, okay. Which we also use in maniapoto, for difficult and hard, oh. is pakeke. Or if you're in Suhoe, they'll say pakeke. And on Tarawa, they use koeke, koeke. more than oh, Matua. Yeah. But they all mean or hold the same value of what we're discussing today and what a koumatua is. But today, of course, we have a lot of our whanau, hapu and iwi are bereft of the calibre of koumatua that our parents would have had and our koumatua oh, would have had. Aye. Why do you think? There's lots yeah, of reasons. There's so many layers to it. variables as to, yeah. Yeah, there's so many layers to why we haven't got that calibre of kaumatua. You know, colonisation definitely. We can go back to the First and Second World Wars where one whole strata of leadership, male leadership anyway, yeah. was yeah. taken out again overseas. And then the other one was the urban drift between the 50s and 60s mainly. Yeah from our rural kainga to the big cities. Might not even been the cities like the centres we think Menta, of, but yeah. it'll be just going to town. The industrial centres where yeah. he was working. Yeah. Where the mahi was. Mm. Those matua that moved away did not spend the time with their mothers and fathers. The knowledge wasn't handed down to them mm. because they weren't around. Yep. So you get this whole generation that's been missed. These people could have been the children of those ones that didn't come back from the war. Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at the ranks and the depth, you know, it's already taken out by two generations there. And so that's all you need to yeah. be bereft of yeah. of that type of matauranga. Mm. Yeah. And since you did point it out, I do see that around when I'm in rural communities, a lot of the tamariki and the rangatahi that live there they're often living with their grandparents or other outer family members because their parents have moved into mm-hmm. bigger yep. towns or cities for mahi. Mm. So then there's another missing sort of generation. Yes. Yeah, so and the, it's a cycle. Yeah, the massive rearrangement of the traditional way of living. Yeah. Maori communities from hapu iwi to almost nuclear family within modern settings. Yeah. Mm. You know, so that would have had a big... Intergenerational transmission. Intergenerational transmission. So you had that three whakapapa or three whakarianga living in, or more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In one whare, yeah. You know, you had the tūpuna, kaumātua, then the parents, yep. then the mokopuna, and then perhaps even mokopuna tūrua, which affects or affected either the perpetuation or loss of both language and culture. And part of the culture is our tikanga. Mm. So there's lots of reasons why. And it's hard. And I mean, um, you know, we've had a saying that's been bandied, what that was bandied around, or not bandied, was popular, and probably raised a few eyebrows or chuckles from people was dial a komatua. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because komatua felt that they were just getting used yeah. or rung up just for their ability to perform karanga. Yeah, uh, yep. and more teatea. To even yep. just speak Māori. 
Yeah, and yeah. to be the, I guess, the purutanga Māori or te ao Māori uh-huh. roto i te rā hui. But, on the other hand, now we have professional kaumātua. Mm-hmm, yeah, we, have, we do. Uh, these are, they yeah. are consultants. And they, yeah. they <laughs> yeah, go yeah. to conferences, mm. I've yeah. seen them there. Absolutely, they sit on boards, and I say this with humility. I've had a discussion with some and said to them, you represent te ao Māori in this mahi you're doing, so... Don't just go along with everything. You know, if, if you True. know something's not right, don't be just turning up to be the tick box. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, the tick box komato or the tick box Māori on that board or committee mm. or whatever. You know, ko koe kei te whakakōrero i nga mātua tūpuna me ngā taonga tukuiho. You're the mouthpiece. You're going to give voice mm. to our ancestors, to our traditions, to our tikanga. Yeah, so what is a komato today? Yeah, I think age... I've been referred to as a komato. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First time I heard it was a few years ago. I was on, it was a komato of mine. It was really? actually an uncle. I was the first speaker and he was the last. He's in his 60s. He's nearly, he might be 70 now. He's in his 60s. It's like double your age. Yeah. And he says to the manuhiri, ko oti katoa i tō mātou komatua ngā whakaaro me takoto i runga i tō tātou marae. Pretty much saying, oh, our, our kaumātua has already covered everything that needs to be discussed. He put it on the marae. And, and I got a bit of a fright that he referred to me as a kaumātua. Yeah. Afterwards, I had a bit of a think. Why did he refer to me as a kaumātua? And another time, actually it was before then, but I sort of actually had a chuckle about it. And we got the Pukawa commemoration celebrations coming up. And it was mm. actually to go down, so it was the first year of Kingitu Heitia. I would have been 25 at the time. Young. Yeah, Rangatang. young. I'm still, I'm still young. <laughs> yes. But yes. Yes. I was young. Tawa, tawa. Tawa, tawa. <laughs> yeah, tawa, tawa. Tawa, tawa. Tawa, I got the call up from Auntie Kawe. And Auntie Kawe Jr., she is one of the main lingawera for the king. She rings up and she goes, oh, we're going down to lend a hand to, to Whareto where we can. I asked who could be a komatu and I got told you. So you're going to be a <laughs> oh komatu. At that time, I didn't really think about it, but now I am. Mm. Now I'm thinking. And the person that referred her to me was one of the komatu. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Shocking, but a compliment at the same time. Yeah, Māori ora, moi moi ra, Māori ora kingi, who passed away two and a bit maybe years mm. ago. Mm. He was from Ngāti Reriahu Manepoto. And he was a well-known arata Mm. and advisor, rangatira norotoia te arawa, tūhaurangi. You know, people used to say he was a kaumātua before his time. I think there's a lot of people now that are kaumātua before their time because it's a case of filling shoes that are left and filling roles and responsibilities that have to be in order for our tikanga to be upheld. What irks me is... That whānau, hapu and iwi give these or expect these people to fill this office of being the kaumātua, of being the kaikaranga, of being the kaikōrero. And then when it comes to decision making, they are either not included or they're on the back seat. Mm. Whereas I remember a time, and we're talking about, and it wasn't tick box at all, where the kaumātua were involved or made all the decisions. Yeah. They were seen as the rangatira. Yeah. You know, kote hunga pakeke in Not so much now. 
So we want to give all these responsibilities to people. We want them to do the karanga and the whaikōrero because nobody else can. But when it comes to any decision making within the iwi or the hapu or the whānau, they're on the back bench, yeah. mm-hmm. so to speak. So I guess I'm saying to everybody that's listening, ki ngā he kōrero tēnei ki a iwi, if you're going to, you know, push people into those responsibilities because you need to fill a role to uphold the mana of your whānau hapu iwi, then you need to afford them the mana to be involved in all sorts of things, not just decisions on the paipai. Yeah. Yep. Because if we're to be true to ourselves as Māori, then that position holds mana. They must be, not should be, they must be involved. Mm. Mm. And not just a mandatory seat or yeah. obligatory seat on a council yeah. or somewhat. Eh? Yeah. yeah, what I was saying before, if you're going to be in those on those seats or you're going to be in the committee, then you're looked at the role model Aye, uh, or the keeper of yep. those traditions. So you need to provide that guidance. Yeah. So, kuna e tai whakaaro mo te Seems like these days they don't really have as much mana as they would have back in the day. Like their mm. role isn't regarded as important these days because it's like, well, you're the only one who can do it, so do it. I think what's happened is that we've narrowed our vision in terms of what a kaumātua can do and what a kaumātua can offer yep. mm. to a situation. And if you said kaumātua to a lot of people, the first thing they would think is someone who can do the karanga or the whaikōrero and knows the mōtetia. Yeah. Really, kaumātua is a bit more broader than that. Yeah. You know, a kaumātua is an advisor, a counsellor, a consultant. Yeah. 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 You know, they can diffuse a situation. Yeah. They can infuse a situation. Oh, yeah. They yeah. can refuse <laughs> as well, you yeah. know, their kupu and their actions carry weight. You know, I've been in hui where all it's been is an eyebrow and everybody has swayed the other way. Aye. Yeah. You know, from an eyebrow, nothing said. Yeah. And it wasn't always about saying something. You know, silence can be deafening as well. Yes, very yeah, much definitely. So, yeah. Oh, you that's know? scary. Sadly, though, when we hear kaumato, we think kaumato, oh, yeah, someone that can do the karanga. Not all of them did the karanga. You know, not all of my kuia done the karanga. Not all of my kuia knew or done all the motete. Most of them did, but they had their things they, I guess now we would say, specialised in. And the yeah, same yeah. with mm. my kroa. They didn't all do the whaikōrero. Yeah. You know, ones were more dynamic than the others. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody has a role in society. I don't, I didn't actually know my kuia because she passed away before I was born, but I don't think she was a kai karanga. But what I do know about her is that she was an amazing diver and had an amazing garden. She would have been a kaumatua, but not a kaumatua that has all this matauranga and doing the karanga or the motiatia, but she has other matauranga to offer. Mm. From this corridor, what I'm sort of coming to realise is maybe a kaumatua is just a person with life experience. Mm. Exactly. Most yeah. of it is. It's like you're saying wisdom and knowledge. Mm. Knowledge is knowing that tomatoes are fruit. Wisdom is knowing <laughs> not to put it in the fruit salad. Mm. You know? I reflected, I think, the other day when we did Wai Te Kōrero Tawa kia Mr. Hita. I'd done this oral research project with some of our kaumātua, yep. over 20. They had a hang-up with the word. These were kaumātua. They were yep. in their 70s, yep. 80s. And they had a hang-up with the word. <laughs> you know, because I think they had their whakaro mm. too. They were assessing themselves now against 
who they remember oh, yeah. their kaumata were. And they says, oh boy, I don't know, whakapapa, I don't know, da 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 mm. I says, yeah, but, you know, I just want to hear about your life experiences. Well, one went on to talk about the tuna, wanamahi tuna, nawa, you know, the moon and all those sorts of things. Yeah. Well, that's all knowledge. Aye. Aye. And experience. Afterwards, he realised that that was really precious knowledge and valuable mm. knowledge. Yeah. You know? It Tuna. often takes someone else to realise what you are doing and put sort of value in what you are doing for mm. you to value yep. yourself. Yep. I've got a few coma to a left and regardless that I can perform some of the duties and I believe to a higher degree and maintain the integrity of those teachings, there's lots of times when I know I need, I have to have my komata with me and they need to come and I feel good when they're around. So there's those, you know, get those warm nanny fussies yeah, yeah, around yeah. these <laughs> koro, koro fussies from them. Yeah. And then they could be quite, you know, terse sometimes. <laughs> I value komata definitely. They're getting less and less. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. I know like a lot of people these days are holding karanga wānanga. It's mm. not a new thing. What are other things that you know of that are going on to kind of lift the number of kaumata? Well, I'd like to talk about a program that we did have in Te Wānonga o Te Roa. It was called Te Arataki Manu Kōrero. Ah, mm. Yeah, and it was a neat, it was a really neat program because it gave a forum for the kaumata of the time. And they, these were these were guns. And it was at the behest of Te Ariki Nui Tatairangi Kahu. Hmm. Primarily, it was to fill, look at filling the spaces on the paipai. But it turned into something bigger and probably, I think, more beautiful. And that these kuia and koroa had a space where they could wānanga ngā tikanga o te karanga, wānanga ngā tikanga o te whaikōreo, wānanga i ngā tikanga o te tikanga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wānanga yeah. kawa and with very little facilitation and they were free to speak with their ilk. That's the other hard thing. There's only few of this generation who our komatu are comfortable with. Yeah, I feel sometimes that because we're so eager to, you know, well, not eager to step up, but we're eager to perform those duties. Yeah. Yep. And I say that in a humble way. I don't mean you're doing it because to push anybody out. But I know Komato and they've said this to me that they feel that there isn't a place for them. Oh, like being cast aside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah almost yeah. bullied out because. Kapu te ruha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's no fault of this generation or that generation. Mm. It's just the way of the, it's just the times. But mm. Arataki Manu Kōrero was a safe space for them where they could whakawhiti whiti kōrero. And that was something that grew them because that's the other thing is we're having kurareo around the motu. Mm-hmm. Kurareo and wānanga tikanga are two different things. Kurareo was primarily language and for the, gram- mm-hmm. the yeah, people who into grammar. And, and But whereas you're having a lot of iwi that are running their wānanga, and they're focusing on karanga whaikōrero mō tētea, which is different to what to kurareo. And that's growing knowledge and perpetuating that knowledge. But again, kaumātua, many have had exposure, and that's what's missing. Mm, yeah, Exposure yeah. to hui yeah. Māori, exposure to hui āiwi, yeah. and a range of situations and contexts and kaupapa, they're all one and the same. Your credentials yeah. have been gained through attending those hui yep. and spending time. Yeah. It's like yeah. a yeah. 
like automatic respect. Yeah. Almost mm. like because nothing worse like when you're maybe studying at a tertiary organization and you know that your teacher went to school, went to uni, became a teacher in that kaupapa straight away. Yeah. Like they haven't done the mahi. Yeah. That's true, man. They, you know, when they talk about wisdom, it is gained from experience and it's gained from almost any situation that you can think of that they've done before or they've gained an, uh, they gained, uh, an understanding of how to look at certain situations. Because, mm. you know, you have lived you know, at a ripe age that you understand or you have a good background of the world at the time and you understand what the young eager bull wants to do, <laughs> you know. Because maybe they were that they were young that, eager Yeah, bull. they were that one. Then yeah. they, they did have troubles. They did have problems. They were, they were that type of person as you were, especially if you're related to them. You're the same, <laughs> you know, rawa, rawa. I can say that I've I've made that mistake of overlooking, like ah, oh, silly old man. Oh, I'll do that, you know. Mm. Or, you know. Well, oh no, they need to get with the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or then you come to a situation and you go, actually, they were right. Or actually, we didn't have to rush into this. You know, there's a reason why they take their time and and thinking and and approaching situations. You know, it's just with a clearer mind because they've got the experience. They have the wisdom. Yeah. You know, so I think it's it's a big thing to understand what um what place and position our komato hold in this day and age. And if you are deemed that way, what responsibility you have. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Just as we were talking about different kupu before, about that, you know, in Tainui or Waikato, probably use ruruhi more. Yeah, mm. and koroheke. Yeah, ruruhi and koroheke. Koroheke, yeah. And then Che said, oh, they also use ruruhi. Oh, I can't remember, but he said ruruhi, they use as for a grouping of queer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Up north, you don't refer to an older man as koro. As koro, yeah. He's e kara. E kara. E kara. And uh, te korekera. Te korekera. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then in Tuhui, they use karawa. Karawa, yes. They use karawa in Tuhui. In mm. Ngaitahu, we have paua and taua. Taua, yeah. yeah I remember that taua, from yeah. that yeah. iwi o te wiki episode. Yeah, so those are some of the different kupu we have. Through the iwi and we've got Krani Ma and Krani Pa. Ah, yes, yes. Those always crack me up. <laughs> we called our crow a granddad. He was granddad. Yep. Didn't really use koro. Was koro. Sometimes, but yeah, granddad was mostly yeah, we granddad. Pop. We yeah, used we pop used and granddad. And some use nanai for nana. the male as well. Yeah, yeah. All my nans, my dad's side, my nan, all, no matter the gender, they were nanny Wally. Really? Yeah. Nanny Della, the, mm. the nans, nanny Blossom. But we also had this one called Poo, P U. Oh, yeah. Like nanny poo or poo someone poo someone. Oh, right. it's, oh, okay. it's, yeah, it's a oh. word I wanna I wanna find out more, especially from the Ngatiwa area. Mm. What I think it is, I think it's that. So you say nanny poo, not poo nanny. No, you say nanny poo. <laughs> you say poo nanny. You have to wind the window down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think they just come out from people creating kupu for their mm. for their respected ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I said to, and I was much younger then, and I said to Koro Iwi that I felt I needed to spend more time with him because I wasn't getting what I thought I needed because I didn't have any komato or the komato I refused to them to not having the knowledge that I needed or wanted. Yep. And he said, Ko e whakaiti o pakeke. Kia ora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, then, and I felt really stink after that. Yep. Kaua tātou e whakaiti o tātou pakeke. Kia ora. Me whakanui ke tātou i a rātou. Mm. 
But this is a discussion I think that every whānau hapu in iwi should have. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. I commiserate with the loss of our kaumātua and te kahatorutoru o nga kaumātua kei amātou. So now we've got three over 80-year-olds in our section of Raukawa. But then one of our marae hasn't got, you know, and they affiliate to three of the four marae. And one of the four marae in our section, they haven't got any kaumātua, the calibre that we think of being mm. kaumātua, uh-huh. able to uphold those responsibilities. Mm. I see that too in the, around home in the Hokianga and the Bay of Islands that our kaumātua are so a warm thin, it's... Even though they have lives of their own still, they they are going from marae to marae. Yeah, and it's always the same The ones. same, yeah, mm. yeah. Because the whānau are looking for guidance. Yeah. Especially in the ngā huimate, ngā tangihanga. Mm. A grieving whānau are looking for guidance and usually it's towards the kaumātua. Mm. The kaumātua will group together and go, okay, you go to that one, you go to that marae, you go to that marae. Because mm. they have to try and spread themselves yeah. out. It's really hard on them. So we need to understand what they have to do. We coined the term... Well, the term has been coined, pai neke neke. Pai neke neke, kia A community or a kainga that has two or more marae and the local kaumātua, they go from one paipai to the uh, other yeah. to support the things that are happening at the ver- at, with the various hapu at the various marae in their takiwa, in their area. Whereas years ago, every marae would have had their own, mm. their own yeah. kahui kaumātua and they wouldn't have to go around, you know, so you got a tangi here and then the next day is unveiling and then on the weekend is the 21st and, yeah. you know. So we expect them to do all these things and then it comes to decision making in some areas and we don't want to take on board their whakaro, yeah. you know. Especially yeah. for some of the things that can be some things that maybe the whanau want to happen during the tangihanga. Yeah. Take the lead from your kaumātua. Whakarongo ki ngā kaumātua. Yeah, because it's probably the 10th tangihanga he has to take care yeah, of in that yeah. month or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, understand the experience, you know. Mm. Mm. I haven't been read. If you both thought I've been scrolling, I have. <laughs> I was looking for this post one of my uncles put up a while ago. I think he shared it. I'm not sure who he shared it from. But he shared it on his, and I had to go all the way back to March. So, kia ora, Uncle Sunny. This is called a kaumātua. You both might have some whakaro and all of you too listening as I read this. A kaumātua. A kaumātua doesn't work normal hours. A kaumātua doesn't do the 9 to 5 stint. A kaumātua is on call 24-7, 365 days of the year. A kaumātua doesn't have a preference on whose whānau he or she should support. A kaumātua is a multitasker from offering karakia to welcoming royalty mm. and governments. A kaumātua is not defined by age, but by ability. A kaumātua can be of a family as much as a tribe. A kaumātua can be paid wages or not. A kaumātua can contribute to a nation's project in a way a 200 a day per hour consultant cannot. A kaumātua cannot, does not and will not negotiate a fee for his or her contribution. A kaumātua does not define their duty by the weather or race or creed. Mm. A kaumātua is not, but not restricted to, a grandparent who would often have a mokopuna on hand. A kaumātua is often a teacher of tikanga, values and morals. A kaumātua, however, has the same needs and obligations as you. A kaumātua pays bills, but sometimes sacrifices those to fulfil their duty. A kaumātua has home and whānau obligations just like you. So when you need a kaumātua... Think of these things and try and alleviate the whakamā they endure in the course of their duty. 
because being a kaumatu is not a career option. It's not a passion. It's not a choice. You either got it or you haven't. It's a wairua thing where the wairua chooses you and your iwi mandates you. Thank you for looking out for your kaumatu. Kaumatu i tēnā. Kaumatu i tēnā. E pai nera. Pai. Hi. Yeah, so kia ora Uncle Sunny for sharing that. Maybe the author of that post is listening and can tell us that it was actually you that wrote that up. There's a lot in that to think about and I think what we've discussed too. That ties into koha. Did you hear that, everyone? Mm. You know, what you consider giving in terms of a koha to a kaumata. Little things like that. Oh, look, yeah. absolutely. You know, just something that we might, us, us three that have got jobs, mm. take for granted. Yeah. Like putting gas in the car can be a big mission for a kaumata. You know, and just to give them, you know, and hey, if you know, there's always a way around it. Like, you, I know some of you are thinking, oh yeah, but they won't take money. Get some gas vouchers. Yeah. yeah. Put it, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you're not putting them in. groceries. Exactly. Mm. You're not putting them in a position where they feel they're taking money from you. Yeah. You know, so you give them some gas vouchers mm. or something. It's a whakaro. He whakaro. Yeah. yeah. Even just showing up for a cup of tea with no agenda. That's right. They love that stuff. Absolutely. They just love someone to talk yeah, to. That is true. Yeah, we visited uh, one of our we visited him a few months ago. Yeah, we just went around for a cup of tea and we took some cakes and stuff and just had a good yarn. And yeah, he said, oh, he missed that and it felt good to just have a talk and not feel like that the people turned up to get something mm, out of yeah. them, you know. Yeah. It's another thing because we've got people going back to uni or, you know, uh, reclaiming their mātauranga Māori. Mm. And so there's always that assignment, mm. you know, what is the kōrero of your marae, you know, look for a kaumātua to find it. Uh, you head home, you have rush home to the kaumātua and that's what you do. You mm. go in there with the expectation to take all they want. Mm. Yeah. And then you realise they won't give you much. It's like going to the the Shaolin master, and you've got to fetch water for 20 years before he teaches you how to punch. Mm. Mm. You know, so think of it that way that you're not going to turn up and they're going to give you everything that mm. you need because, yeah, he tangata. Quina hoki. No reira, quina tatatau kōrero rero mo te kaumātua e te iwi. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I want to give us my kaumātua. Yeah, me too. Yeah, ka nui te aroha. And mehe mea he... Kau mātua koe e whakarongoana ki tēnei punua pāho, uh, ka nui te aroha ki a koe, Aye. o tira ki a koe te katoa, ngā manakitanga ki runga ki a koutou, tēnā koe te katoa e arataki mai nei a i a mātou, e ngā tamariki mokopuna e tuputonu nei. And before we go right out, we're going to have the waiata, te waiata o te wiki, which is? Which is Pumo. It is sung by Charles Panapa oh, about our Charlie. dear Auntie Ma. And it was taken from her book, Buckets for the Rain. Kia pūmau tonu mai. Tangi hia, tonu ngā pare kawa kawa te aroha, ki tō tātou marei kura. Mai mai rā, hi rotau i te ringa te atua. Mai mai, takurau kurae, aki aki atura. Will you grace this land? 
walk hand in hand with kings, holding high the fire. Come as you intend to be for the rest of your Let them guide your hand Walk hand in hand with peace Holding high the fire to be for the rest of your life Haramai koe me te ahua e mana ko ana koe ki te whakatina Kia ora tate, that was off the Rangahau album. Aye, yeah. 
Yeah, rang her album. Yeah. I think you can still stream it on Spotify. Yeah, yep. nah, you can. I've got it yeah. on my phone. It's also available. Do you if, need the premium subscription or you know? Nah, free nah. trial. But when you're looking for Taringa on Tewanong Aotearoa SoundCloud page, it's also there as well. Oh, mm. there we go. And irunga aroha. I'm saying I'm gonna take a break from some episodes, but these are all in safe hands and beautiful hands with oh, the lovely Erica you. Sinclair oh. and the, and the, the So yes, I have to go and create more work stories and fight another mission in further galaxies, but I will be back. (laughs) You'll be dearly missed. Yeah, you'll be back in warp drive. Yeah. You'll be back. Now next time, we we might be still doing that hui in the Chatham Islands or Cuba, (laughs) a beach on Cuba. Or in a... We'll have to take a photographer with us. Yes, we'll need photographers. Oh, you want your kaifakawa? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I love seafood. A lovely cabin next to the lakeside front of Waikare Moana. Oh, yes. So beautiful, (laughs) Rated number one (laughs) area of National Geographic. One year. Really? Really? Yeah, right. Well, there you go. We're going to go to the next one. We're going to go to the next one. We're going to go to the next Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hook of force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Taringa to listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai.